0: Welcome to KC Corner, episode 42. We have a special guest, and it's the Jackie Robinson episode.
1: Yeah, I love Jackie Robinson <laughs> episode. You know, let's just retire that number. Yeah. And it's the you remember the the last person who could wear that that was grandfathered in to wear forty two. You want me to say it? Yeah, I do. Mariano Rivera, unbelievable, <laughs> great man, man of God, the greatest reliever ever. So this is going to be a fantastic episode, and we have one of my best friends here. I'm really excited about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a very special guest on this very special day, Veterans Day.
0: Yes, it's a big forty two, big guest, Veterans
1: Day. There is a lot going on. This is a KC corner. Hey, listen. The good news for those who are listening: this is no extra charge. You're getting all this for the same (laughs) good rate, (laughs) exactly, which is awesome. So, anyway, we're excited. We're going to introduce uh, really uh, a a, a member of King's Chapel, a dear friend, a a man who's uh, had a great impact here in our community. Um, But we'll get we'll get to that in a minute.
0: All right, so we can start doing our normal stuff with what you meant to say this last week.
1: All right. Well, listen, uh, I have so enjoyed just the thrill of of preaching through the sermon series, Our Rock Through the Ages, as we try to find Jesus throughout scripture. And it's, it's so wonderful to find him because remember, the story of the Bible, it really is the story of Jesus. It's a story of how God would love us so much to send his son to rescue us. And this week, we focused on Jacob, you know, the big triad of, of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And it was Jacob, and, and the name Jacob's very interesting is that it means heel? Uh, his schemer. He's been a schemer his whole life. And really what I meant to say was Jacob is about to hit, uh, face his biggest fears. Uh, he was about to come face-to-face with a man who wanted to kill him, happened to be his twin brother, Um and what do you do when you face your biggest fears? And I think that that's something that we all can deal with. I mean, I don't know. It's probably not our twin brother that's he's trying to take our life, possibly. But we need to wrestle with God before we wrestle with our biggest fears. And that's what he did. And his life was forever changed. And that I love the fact that there's this, what I meant to say was this, uh, I think we did talk about the theophany of this mysterious God-man that he wrestled with and how that is an appearing of the pre-incarnate Christ. And, and how that Jacob was a better man with a limp after his encounter with God. He was broken, and and he was more useful to God being broken, uh, being renamed, given the name Israel. With with God we prevail. Uh, he was he was better uh, to to serve God through that reality. So and we need to cling to God. And that's this really what I meant to say is. You know the world is scary. There's a lot of things that are happening right now between pandemics and changing of power and so many issues. As our as our guest uh, uh, was here this morning, we talked about how hard life is and mm-hmm. um, how important it is for us to do what Jacob did as far as clinging to that mysterious, beautiful, wonderful God man Jesus and. Um, and as he clings to us. So, Absolutely. Absolutely. And
0: yeah. I know in our <clears throat> KC group last night, I think we're a week ahead of some groups, but um, the last session is eternity to give you a little spoiler alert. But recognizing just how big and great God is. They're Literally the creator of the universe. And, you know, we worry about all these kind of little problems on earth, but they seem so big to us. But um, in the video, Tim Keller says... You know, that's really just the uh, cover page of the book that C.S. Oh, Lewis says. Goodness, and yeah. So it was, it was a great one, so something to look forward to in that last session in your KC groups.
1: Absolutely. Oh, that's, and It's been a great series, hasn't it? It has, it has. It really has. Tim Keller, man, he's such a gifted guy. It's incredible. So, And then this week, and what I hope to say, um, you know, we are, Jacob uh, had a bunch of kids. Uh, the, the blessing that God promised to Abraham to make his descendants as numerous as stars start to fill up and, And we're going to focus on one of the 12, Joseph. Uh, Joseph takes center stage of the Bible. The book of Genesis, he's introduced uh, early on. He's like in Genesis 38 uh, is, I think, when he starts to appear. And then through the rest of the book, he's going to be there. But Joseph, we're going to look at Joseph and see this. He's a type of Christ. So we've been kind of looking to find Jesus through the promised seed of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Uh, Joseph is really not part of that seed. It's going to go through Judah and it's going to go to David and uh, eventually Jesus, uh, our king. But Joseph is uh, someone who's a type of Christ, which means his life kind of prefigured of what Jesus would be. Somebody who is uh, sold and betrayed by his brothers. Uh, somebody who will rise up to be prince. And I don't want to spoil it, but <laughs> but Joseph uh, an, an amazing, amazing uh, man in the Bible—one uh, who, like Jesus, was tempted and didn't sin with that whole Potiphar's wife thing—and and, uh, uh, one who went from the dungeon to the throne room. And how God did that is absolutely amazing. But the bottom line: we're going to look at this. What what his brothers meant for evil, God meant for good. And I just, I just want you to hear that in the KC Cornerland that. No matter what happens in our life, even even the evil around us, the inside of us, uh, what, what people might try to do f- to us, uh, what others might intend for evil, God is good and great enough to turn all things work together for the good for those who love the Lord or call according to his purpose. And we just see that so beautifully in Joseph's life.
0: Continuing our trek through the Old Testament. There we go. So how how many more weeks are we doing this until Advent?
1: Well, you know what? It's it's, it's this week and one more week, okay. um, and then uh, I'm going to leave us uh, at the burning bush. Uh, it's a it's a great with Moses uh, the following week and. That will lead us into our series starting early February of the IMS, and I'll connect those dots later. But we'll jump into the Advent season on the 29th of uh, November. It's those, almost here.
0: Those are the uh, hope to hope to say is a couple weeks away. Exactly. <laughs> Start exactly. Start planning now. <laughs> well, we can go ahead and introduce our special guests now.
1: Well, today's Veterans Day, and what a joy it is to live in a country that we live in, and. Uh, wow what what a blessing and a privilege and we owe a debt of gratitude to the 50 million men i think that's the number i read this morning that have served in uniform uh, served their country as citizen soldiers one thing about being a veteran in our country it's, it's a volunteer for the most part i guess there's a i can find out if our guest was drafted but uh this morning we have a man you know you know how good you are as a man how many titles you have so this is, this is it's actually Ed Doyle, but his friends will call him Butch, uh, so I get to call him Butch. He's also oftentimes referred to as Chief Doyle, one of the humblest guys I, I know, so um, it's a special guest. He has been a veteran. He's taught me a lot. Uh, he's one of my favorite patriots. Uh, he loves the Lord. He loves his country. Um, he loves his pastor, which I really appreciate, and uh, he's helped me. He's helped me process some things as a pastor and I, that I've, I've needed. He's pulled me aside a few times and kind of whispered in my ear just a reminder of what uh, it means to some of these great events. So welcome, Ed oh, Butch Doyle. Thank you very much. It's, you. it's great to have you uh, here at KC Corner. Uh, one time... Uh, uh, Chief, uh, police chief of Mainland. How many years did you serve as police chief?
2: Uh, My last 14 years.
1: The last 14 years. Was it true that they they issued you a gun, but they only gave you one bullet? You had to put it in your pocket?
2: There's some truth to
1: that. There's not any truth to that. So, okay, you know, one of the things that I want to start with is, is. I see you're wearing your Navy hat. I know that you were a Navy man, um, and and I I love that. And you can't see us here in KC Cornerland, but I'm wearing a a, uh, Army shirt uh, from West Point. So thank you, Dad. Um, But tell us, uh, what what does Veterans Day mean to you as someone who has served in this country?
2: Well, that's a special day for me because I I think that we we owe a debt, tremendous debt to the people who have served our country. Mm they make, the veterans make up about 7% of the country's population today. Wow. There's uh, 325,000 still alive from World War II. Wow.
1: Um, Man, sadly, that is getting less Well, they're every dying
2: day, off at uh, 300, an average of 328 a day, I believe is what Oh my it goodness. Uh, but they were, they were true. So if you remember some of the documentaries, not the Spielberg movies, but if right. you saw the faces of those who Landed in Normandy. Sure. Uh, just the scared faces of young people that were in there and of all the soldiers, but yeah. they did what they were called to do. Didn't yeah. question it, and they just did their job.
1: It's incredible. And they did it so well. I mean, you know, I just think uh, from landing on the shores of, of Normandy up through the Battle of the Bulge. I mean, this, and then you think of the Pacific and what those Marines had to do. Uh, wow. That, 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 World War Two. I mean, every conflict is certainly uh, something, but there, that, that, World War conflict seem to be unbelievable. So we certainly do owe a debt of gratitude uh, to our veterans and so grateful for those of you who are listening that served. Thank you so much for your service. But you've also helped me because uh, I think that there is a confusion sometimes that our our country has a Veterans Day. Why, by the way, why is it today on November 11th?
2: So. us let- uh, why is it Veterans Day? Yeah,
1: why is today veteran? Why Why they pick November 11th? The end of
2: that of the, of the war and the 11th hour, the 11th day, and it's always set up like that.
1: Was that the uh, First World War or the second, the second World War? The Second World War. So, so on November 11th at 11, uh, that's why it was set up for Veterans Day that day. It's always always been like that. So, at that time, Germany had already surrendered. That was Japan surrendering, is that correct? Um, okay well let, let's go back and say that you know one of the things that you really helped me realize with Memorial Day there's a difference between Memorial Day and Veterans Day what what is what is the big difference
2: It's a tremendous difference Memorial Day is the, is the day we recognize the ultimate sacrifice of those who have served and died uh, in in battle or battle related uh, causes right and Veterans Day is a recognition of of all those who have served if I can say I have a very close friend of me, of mine that explained what a veteran is. Right. And he said it's an individual who, at some point in their life, wrote a check payable to the United States of America. Wow. For the sum of up to and including their life. Wow. And then they handed it in to be cashed. Wow. And that's the true definition of a veteran. That's a great one. I've never heard that. Yeah. That, that is, that's yeah. a great definition of a veteran. Yeah.
1: That is for sure. All right. Let's go back to the the, the Memorial Day is. is is more, it's significant in a different way. So it's specifically, it's not just all the men and women who ever served, although we want to recognize them, uh, that's more of today. This is specifically tipping your hat, paying a debt, realizing that 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 check was cashed. They're they're the ones who did pay the ultimate sacrifice and gave their life. So, wow.
2: Tremendous difference And there. Just a lot of lives were lost uh, in defense of this country, in defense of freedom worldwide.
1: Well, tell me a little bit, you know, one of the things I love about you, uh, Chief, is that you, you know, you have, you have this incredible love for God, you have this incredible love for country, you have an incredible love for community, um, I see it, um, I have the privilege of being uh, in the same club, uh, really, it was through my friend's generosity that helped open the door for me to get in the club, and he vouched for me, which, you know, it couldn't have been easy to do. So. Uh, um, um, we're with the Maitland Men's Club, and it's a great organization that really wants to help others around us. But um, can you give us just a few minutes, I mean, of, of that combination that God seems to give you of love for God, love for country, you know, love for community, love to serve. Uh, I love the way God has made you. So uh, tell us a little bit about how, how did God shape that in your life?
2: I think by, by finally realizing that I wasn't so significant to the world that the only one I was significant to was God. Wow. Uh, carried me through some trying times, carried me through some experiences that were, were pretty intense and, and by His grace I'm, I'm here today. Uh, and that if you look around you and just appreciate the little things, uh, there's no doubt that there is a God and mm-hmm. He's a great God and mm-hmm. mm-hmm. we owe a lot for that. Yeah, amen. Um, I, I, do, I, I do, I give a lot of credit, all credit mm-hmm. to God because I'm mm-hmm. just I'm just a person Mm. Without God, I wouldn't have been as, as uh, well, the type of person that I've, I was able to be.
1: You it's know, not of my
2: doing, it's of His.
1: And I think that the God, by His grace, has given you a soft heart and a realization. I think it begins with no matter what title you have on earth, that you see God's hand behind it, that it all comes from Him that keeps your heart humble. And that's one of the things I've seen about you. Um, you know, uh, you guys don't know this, but this is a dear friend of mine, and we're on the opposite end of spectrums when it comes to some things. For example, uh, my, my friend, Ed Doyle, he does not love the spotlight. Uh, matter of fact, he doesn't want attention drawn to him. Uh, when he walks in church and I, want to yell and hoot and holler and say Everybody stand standing cheer here's my man and he, he he'll walk out the door saying jeff you know and, and uh he doesn't like the spotlight Hi, brooks do you know how someone doesn't like the spotlight do you like the spotlight
0: i'm not a huge spotlight guy you no, know i like some attention but not like... maybe not as much as you well the bigger the better you know <laughs> and so
1: uh so you humble you humble guys it's really intriguing um yeah, I don't know too many people. You're not know, Brooks. You may not know this, but but our very You're from New York. No, 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 no. Yeah, so I'm from New York. No, let me say it's about about our our guest here, Butch Doyle. Um, do you know that there is a sign in Maitland with his name on it? Really? Yeah. How many people have a street sign in their city that have their name on it? It Came from his dad. Is that correct? Is that wasn't it, he the street be, sign? It,
2: it wasn't because we were famous for anything. He actually made the signs. <laughs>
1: oh, that's <laughs> awesome. So he slipped one in there with Doyle, yeah, right? The
2: street didn't have a name on it.
1: Oh, I love it. Uh, that that that's fantastic. Was your dad a veteran? Yes, he was in the army. A he sergeant. He's an army. So how did an army uh, boy become a, a, a navy guy?
2: Uh, well, the story behind that is is that. Uh, out of high school, the draft notices started coming out, and my best buddy, got got K.C. Lee was his name, um, and we each got the letter in the mail. That's when you went to the post office and you had a box and you got, sure, uh, and you knew the type of envelope that it was, and oh, we'd already wow. made a pact together that if, if we get that envelope, we're not going to open it, we're going to go down to the Navy recruiter. Because most of the guys that were being drafted were going into the Army. I gotcha. And so we, we did. We, we uh, got a ride down to the Navy recruiter on Orange Avenue in Orlando. Wow. And we signed up in the buddy buddy system, which meant we went through BASIC together.
1: Okay, so if you didn't do that, you were probably going in the Army. Oh, no doubt. Okay, so that's, that's during the draft, did, did the draft, was it only for the Army? Was it? was No, was,
2: no but I mean, the odds were very strong that You'd be in that, in because that's where the need was at the time.
1: When you got your draft notice, would it tell you what, uh, you know, was it the Army, Navy? Air, would they tell you who you were going to be assigned to at that point, or would it be later? I don't recall, because I can honestly say I didn't open the <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. You kept to your word. Was, <laughs> now, this was your, your good friend, um, and, you know, so this was right out of high school. Was that correct? Right. So, so right out of high school... You go down, you're a senior at Winter Park at that time? At Winter Park High School. And uh, wow, that's incredible. And you get a draft notice and uh, you never opened it. You no. Did you ever open no. it? No. Do you still have know, it?
2: I don't know what happened to it. Okay. No, we knew it was, it was it was yellow in a white envelope. Okay. And you knew where, I forget the title, but it's like the uh, Selected Service. Right. Was in the return yeah, address. Yeah. So you knew what it was. It wasn't a congratulations. No, no
1: exactly. Hey, we hear you're a senior. Have a good time, yeah. you know?
2: Or it may have said, congratulations, you've been selected. It,
1: <laughs> it seems like the government trying to uh, draft uh, young soldiers shouldn't do it in the color yellow. I mean, she said, you know, <laughs> it seems like we should have picked a better color than yellow, you no, know? I
2: remember it, it had a clear clear uh, portion of the envelope on the front. Right. Where it had your, had your name on there.
1: Oh. Yeah. So, and that was that. Um, did you know? So you had a draft number at the time. Is yes, that correct? Yes, yes. Everybody had a number. So you right. knew your number. Was your number pretty high? Did you want a high number or a low number?
2: Uh, I you know I don't I don't recall. I don't. I know I had because you had to register. Uh, I'm trying to think where my number. I don't know. Okay, don't
1: know. so you didn't know if it was imminent or well, not. Well, it
2: was a lottery, so I mean it was.
1: Oh, I got you. Yeah, you can be yeah, picked yeah, out. Yeah, out, out. at
2: that time they were picking out it by by the drawing.
1: What year was this?
2: 1965. Very beginning of 65.
1: By the way, a year that will live in infamy. No, 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 no. sixty-five. Um, do you know when this pastor was born?
2: No, it wasn't sixty-five. It was sixty-five, man. Really?
1: Yes, wow. sixty-five. <laughs> yeah. Great year for mustangs. Yes, uh, it was. You know, uh, yeah. uh, it, the Beatles didn't get over here till sixty-six. I don't think, and so, uh, but there was a lot happening. So. Yeah, and I'm sure you got my card in the mail because it's November thirteenth, so it's this Friday. So, <laughs> so uh, anyway, um, well, you know, another thing you've told me, and and uh, again, uh, I'd love to just ask, uh, um, you know, you you went to Winter Park High School right here in this community. You get drafted, and what was the name of the guy that was your buddy?
2: Ken Lee, KC Lee. Okay,
1: okay. Well, you had some buddies that I know that that didn't come back. I mean, right. you 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 had you you lost some some really. Um, uh, Lee was not one of them was he was he was he, was he?
2: No he made it. we, we went uh, I had more a different grade in high school. so I was able to go in the aviation branch and he went in at, uh, the ships. okay so uh, we both he was a gunner's mate and I was an aviation ordnanceman so we went separately. We went to boot camp together, but then we got our orders. I got he went to, to separate you I went to an air station.
1: Okay, so it seems like you were the smarter one. So if they, if you're gonna I was fly, a <laughs> <air wonder. laughs> I don't know about that. Were you a flyer? <clears throat> no, a crewman. Okay, a crewman. Um, and you, you, your crews did some stuff down in the the Cuba area. Is that correct?
2: Yeah, that's uh, when we were stationed at Sanford Naval Air Station, which is the airport now. That's incredible. <clears throat> in fact, it, when you go into the airport, there's a jet on the right hand side. Yeah. Number three hundred. Uh huh. That was my squadron. That's wow. our jets. Three hundred was the commander's number, so those were vigilante jets. So it was it was RVAH three, which was recon, reconnaissance heavy attack squadron three.
1: Right. Wow. And so
2: that's that was the commander still there. That's still incredible.
1: There. Yeah. And you had no idea when you went down to sign up that you would be in Sanford. I mean, that's a pretty amazing. That's a good yeah. for for a kid from Central Florida to be right there. You could have gone anywhere. You could have been.
2: Yeah. That that was my duty station. Then was because my my dad had passed away. The last time I saw my dad was when he hugged me at the bus station to send me to the Navy. Wow. And he told me how proud he was of me being in the service. And so that's the last time I saw him. And so uh, left my stepmother and my half-sister behind. And so I was able to get, to, to get close to kind of take care of them. Nice. And so they stationed uh, for a while at Sanford Naval Air Station.
1: Oh, that's awesome. <clears throat> Oh, that's awesome! You love to see the military with a heart, and they had a heart. Yeah, for that.
2: they did. I mean, it was the Navy was good to me, and I think military service is a good thing. You know, yeah. it's a maturing uh, mechanism.
1: Yeah, you know what? Sixty-five. What a tumultuous time in our country, you know, and and uh, you know through that entire vietnam era i remember going back and watching ken burns document on vietnam i was alive i was born in 65 but you know i had i remember vaguely one of my biggest first memories is a man on the moon i don't know i don't know if that was apollo 11 and the first one or not but i remember that but it, it, it was all misty i mean i was a young kid but to to look back through the civil rights movement through the vietnam conflict uh there through Watergate, uh, there was there was a lot of things going on in our country at that time, and uh, um, wow. Um, and I don't know, maybe I can form that into question: Is did you did you realize it at the time? I mean, was it just life? I mean, how, how does an eighteen year old kid process all that back then?
2: It it didn't didn't bother me at the time. I mean, I didn't see that aspect of it when I was serving, really. Right uh, there were. I remember one time coming back through Atlanta Airport. Uh, where there were some some groups uh, that were that were protesting, but I didn't really understand how big a deal that was. Right, because uh, that, that had I to be I always hard. wore the uniform crowd. Sure. Because you know, that's just what it and was. And
1: rightfully so. That's probably yeah. the hardest thing, is that, you know, they gave, as you have a great illustration early on or, or explanation of what it means to serve, is like you're writing the government a check that's payable for your life. You said it much better than I did, but then you come back and you're, countrymen are, are not necessarily supporting you or, or yelling names at you. What what, what a difficult time. But um, anyway, and I, I just want to again and say uh, thank you and, and uh, thank you for your service. Thank you for who you are. I know you've, you've served your country, you've served our community, you've served your church. Um, you've done it really well. You've been such a model to me. And, and and again, thank you for sharing stories, even about some of your friends that, that didn't come back. I mean, that just kind of... Uh, makes it real i mean oftentimes things like memorial day or veterans day for those who didn't wear a uniform or for those who you know didn't have somebody who was drafted who didn't come back um, um you kind of could lose it you could lose the what that really is significant it's, hey, it's a day off of work or whatever but that's a somber day as a matter of fact you had me watch the uh the show that goes on every time at Washington. Uh, you had me watch Memorial it. This Day. Year. Yeah. The Memorial Day. What, what is that called? Do you it's remember? A concert
2: on. Uh, let's see, it's the uh, on the Capitol grounds. Uh, it's Memorial Day concert. It's always on the Sunday night before
1: Memorial Day. Memorial Day. Yeah, on PBS or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's on
2: PBS station and it's back to back. So if you miss one, usually win. like at eight o'clock, right? And I, I always watch it twice.
1: I'll tell you what. Let me just throw down the challenge of watch that and not be proud to be an American I and mean, that's that, that yeah, not political at all not it's at all just, yeah. it just it just it just celebrates those who laid their life down and there's some riveting stories and, and through each conflict and uh, those who paid the op, ultimate sacrifice and those who are still have the effects of, of you know um, of war and that's that's real so okay we can't leave without a little shout out for King's Chapel. Um, hey what do you think of our little church plant? I love it. You love it. I love it. It's awesome. Well, it's amazing
2: to see the the congregation grow and yeah, and just the friendliness and and just the the variety of people that are there. Just it's, it's just an amazing place. People are are just attracted to it because it's authentic. Yeah. it's friendly. Uh, you're you're made to feel welcome. You're not made to feel well. You walk in and it's a warm place to be.
1: Well, sometimes too warm. <laughs> it's a pastor that screams yeah. out. Yeah, it's so <laughs> low. Um, and I think lastly, uh, you know. Uh, I pride myself, I don't know if that's the right phrase, but I, I'm a pastor who has decided that I I don't want to know um, what people give. I think that's between the, what the, the, the themselves and the Lord. And, you know, I, I never wanted to ever talk to somebody and have that awkwardness like, does, does he know what I'm giving or not? And I never wanted anybody to ever feel like I was moving toward them in a way that was disingenuous. That, that it was like, So I don't know. But what I do know is that the first ever support that we got for King's Chapel came from you, Chief Doyle. So you were the first one before we were even collecting anything. You were the first one to say, I want to support this. And uh, you have supported us uh, in so many ways. And it's such an honor to call you friend. And I, I know that we're saved by God's grace through faith in Christ's work alone. And that is so crystal clear that it's not about our good works. But I want you to know you genuinely love helping other people and that is contagious and it's really stirred as the Bible say you know we're supposed to spur one another on to love and good deeds you have spurred me on to love and good deeds and it's it's because you just love to give and it's 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 natural for you and it's it's a uh, it's almost second nature which uh theologically the Bible tells us that we are all depraved and you know and you will be one of the first to raise your hand saying how much you need a savior but but the Lord has given you a gift; He really has, Ed. And one of the gifts is that that you love to help other people, and you've done it really well. So thank you. Thank you. So, and you guys know this as well. And, we, and I didn't get into it; it will wrap this up. But uh, pray for my friend. Uh, he's been battling some health issues. Uh, you, you've been driving up to, to Gainesville um, because of a, a cancer battle. For how, how many years have you been battling this? A while. A while. Okay. So what what a blessing you've been and how how amazing of a man you are. So blessings to you. We love you. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Thank all right. you very much. All right, it's a blessing.
0: We can wrap here. Uh, all right. See you guys next week.
1: Uh, hey, listen, don't forget we we did talk. We we dangled in front of y'all that we were going to do a, a book Transforming Grace by Jerry Bridges and I know we pushed that off. So why don't we Brooks next week? Totally next week. Totally Definitely. next week. For like first sure. three, first <laughs> no, three no chapters doubt. exactly. You got you got lots of uh lots of opportunity. And hey, listen, Um, King's Chapel family, a lot of great things that are coming up. We're going to have a luncheon after church this weekend. Uh, A lot of people are going to be joining the church this weekend, we're really excited about that. Um, Also, there's things like Angel Tree opportunities to help uh, the Friends of Abused Children in Seminole County. We have an opportunity to buy Memorial Poinsettias. A lot of Advent things around the corner, a lot of opportunities to serve. We need volunteers um, to jump in. So. It looks like folks are starting to come back, which is great. Uh, Mm -hmm. I know we're not over this pandemic, but uh, uh, it's just great to see. So blessings, everybody. Remember, there's always room in the corner for you.